Hey family, you're listening to The World Is Yours Podcast with Jasmine S. Dennis. Alright guys, welcome to The World Is Yours Podcast with me, Jasmine S. Dennis. Today I have a really, really special guest on. His name is Omar Dennis and he's a real estate agent and Air Force Reserve veteran. Now, not only has Omar spent the last five years serving his country, he also serves his community by helping deserving families become homeowners. In 2018 alone, he did over $1.3 million in sales as an independent agent, primarily servicing the Atlanta area and various regions throughout Georgia. Now, Omar is also vested in his community as a dedicated church servant and has previously held the position of assistant vice president of Sons of Allen at an AME church in Rex, Georgia. He is a dedicated husband and is married to a successful attorney, and he still makes time to provide for his mother, father, several nieces and nephews. Thanks a lot for joining us, Omar. Thanks for having me, Jasmine. Yeah, it's it's really great to have you on and just understanding what you do with helping families. I mean, $1.3 million in sales, putting people in homes. Um, what inspired you to give back to the community? Like, how did you become a real estate agent? Oh, well, well, thanks for asking. Um, I've, uh, I've always had the passion to help others. I know that kind of sounds cliche, but that truly has always been my passion. Um, uh, I'm originally from Montgomery, Alabama, and I've been uh, I've moved here to the Atlanta area, and I've been here for over 10 years. And uh, I tell you, every day uh, never seeks to amaze me uh, how people are continuously helping one another. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, it's always been my passion. Uh, I know to get to where I am, someone had to help me. So it's just uh, just about me just passing that torch along, passing that education along, uh, just to see people. Uh, you know, put themselves in better, help put themselves in better uh, situations. Absolutely. So, um, like, I, I love that you are passing along the tours, you know, you're paying it forward. Um, how did you get to where you are today? I mean, obviously someone had to help you and because you're not originally from the Atlanta area, but tell us a little bit about your background you know, what it was like for you growing up and how you got to where you are today. Okay, absolutely. Well, I'm, again, I'm originally from Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, uh, grew up in a single parent household, had four brothers, one sister, and that's actually you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I come from a big family. Um, you know, uh, we struggled for the most part, you know, um, we didn't know we were struggling at the time, but, um, you know, we didn't, uh, I guess for a lack of better words, didn't have, a, a, uh, didn't want to, we weren't as financially stable as, um, you would like to be. Yeah. Um, but that was okay. Um, my mom, she did the best she could with us and, uh, we're still here. All the kids are still living. She's still living. So thank God for that. But, um, yes, my mom, we grew up, we, um, our, our household, we, we rented, rented homes. Mm-hmm. And when I say rented homes, I mean we grew up paying rent to a landlord. Okay. Um, and I never really understood, and I understand now, uh, why we had to pay rent to other people to live in, in a home. But uh, 
my mom wasn't, you know, no one really took the time out to educate her on becoming a uh, homeowner. And I, I always took that personal. Uh, it was always something. I wanted to be that change, to be that, that young boy, that man, to uh, help educate people and educate myself uh, on how to become a homeowner. Uh, because there's no better feeling than, than owning something, owning a home, something that you can pass on to your kids, you know, from generation to generation. Oh, yeah. So I was always, uh, you know, uh, wanting to uh, seek that type of information. And I also had an uncle, retired uh, military. Um, he basically bought a lot of homes, renovated them, and, and rented them out to, uh, you know, uh, tenants and so people can have uh, places to stay. Mm-hmm. So that was always inspiring to me as well, but I wanted to go a little bit further and just, uh, you know, look to becoming a real estate agent so I can help educate people on becoming uh, and, uh, a homeowner themselves. So uh, here I am. Yeah, and here you are, 1.3 million in sales. Um, it doesn't just say a lot about what you can do as a salesman, but I think it says a lot about your character and how driven you are um, when it comes to helping families. Um, we know that you're not helping, you know, just those million dollar clients that just have, you know, um, this unlimited amount of income you help a lot of the underdogs Mm -hmm. so to sell 1.3 million dollars in homes um to to people that may be economically disadvantaged Mm -hmm. you know people that that don't make a hundred thousand dollars a year um that says a lot about your ambition and your drive and and your passion to truly help build a community Mm -hmm. of homeowners absolutely so um Considering that, is your typical client somebody that makes a lot of money or, or are they people that generally have perfect credit? I mean, what what types of situations have you seen uh, with your clients? Um, what what's what what is your client base like? I'm glad you asked that question. Um, believe it or not, uh, the average homeowner doesn't have a perfect credit score of 750, 825, 850. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not making $200,000 a year. Uh, based off of my past experience, they've actually uh, made below $100,000 a year. Yeah. And didn't have perfect a perfect credit score of 785. Uh, they were actually, most of them, um, at least maybe half the time anyway, uh, credit scores was in the mid 600s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, typically uh, uh, the average homeowner I've dealt with, their credit score was in about the 650 between 650 and 675 range. Um, that's a pretty pretty decent credit score right there. And that'll get you, that's a well enough credit score to get you in the door to becoming a homeowner. Okay. Yeah. So, I, but I will say I've helped uh, a client of mine obtain uh, a home and become a homeowner and his credit score was in the mid 500s. Wow. Yeah. Now, now tell us a little bit about that particular 
client because I think that a lot of people will think if they don't have perfect credit now that they can never own a home. Mm -hmm. But I I really want to dive into the story of your client that had way below Mm -hmm. what the requirements were. You know, he was in the 500s and had gotten the door slammed in his face, I'm sure, by other real estate agents. He sure did. Mm -hmm. So what was his story and, you know, how did you ultimately help him go from having, you know, a very low score to getting him into a home? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's a horrible feeling, right? Yeah. To be turned down uh, when you think you're, you know, you're about to become a homeowner. But uh, so what with that particular client, uh, what happened was he found out his score. Uh, well, we ended up actually sending them to you. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, I sent them to you and to let you know, you know, briefly discuss his current situation. And uh, you actually took them under your wings. I and did. you helped him identify, you know, where his credit is and uh, the things he needs to do to get his credit uh, where it needs to be. Yeah. And uh, that was about, what, about six to seven months. He went from in the mid 500s to the mid 600s. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that was an awesome experience to be able to uh, see him go from, from you know, uh, bottom to, you know, to, to where exactly he needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And what was really awesome about that particular client was, you know, he had the drive. He said, listen, I have a family I'm supporting. I know I've made some credit mistakes in the past, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to do mm-hmm. everything and anything to get my family into a home. Absolutely. And so when I worked with him, I said, you know, there's some work that we've got to do here. And, you know, I'll be transparent. There's work that's got to be done, but it's doable, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and we emphasize, you know, being disciplined, not acquiring new credit, not co-signing for anything, mm-hmm. you know, not taking out any loans during this time because it, it was really grind time. Right. It was time for him to really get serious about his credit. You know, we talked about ways that he could boost his credit um, and ways that even his wife could could also help him boost his credit because she actually had decent credit. But, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes if one person doesn't have good credit, then it kind of makes the deal go sour. Right. So we talked about ways to increase his credit. We, we came up with a strategic plan. And in less than six months, he was ready to go back to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his credit had improved drastically, mm-hmm. you know, to the mid 600s. So once he got back to you, what was the next step? Absolutely. So the next step was, you know, he gave me the good news. Mm -hmm. You did, too, that he was, you know, pretty much in a a great position to go ahead and move forward and purchase in the home. So I was glad to hear that. But the next step was basically uh, obtaining what's called a pre-approval letter. Okay. And that that's the first and most important step of becoming a homeowner. Okay. So a pre-approval letter is basically when you reach out to your financial institution of your choice. We have a uh, actually a sister company we work uh, hand in hand with that uh, uh, provides pre-approval letters to potential home buyers. Okay. But the pre-approval letter basically they're gonna you know run your credit. They're gonna see exactly where you stand as far as what income you're bringing in, uh, what's what's your debt expenses, what's your credit history looking like for you know at least the past year. Uh, and they're going to run a search to make sure uh, you basically don't have anything else out there that's lingering that may potentially hurt your credit in the future. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, uh, when you pay a mortgage, a mortgage is basically you making payment to a bank that has financed you the loan to be able to buy that home. Okay. So that's basically what it is. They, after they get all the documents they need from you, pass 
uh, paycheck stubs, bank statements, um, and so forth. They they run the credit check and they'll let you know how much money or how much house you can afford, so to speak. Okay. So uh, you may uh, ask the bank to provide you with a pre-approval letter, and usually it takes about a day to about 48 hours to uh, see how much home you, you, you've been approved for. Okay. So you get that pre-approval letter back for them within those two days, and they just suggest a scenario. They tell you, hey, uh, Mr. Joe, you're approved for $200,000, a $200,000 home. So you can buy, that means you can purchase a home in a $200,000 and below range. Okay. So once I get that pre-approval letter from the lender, then we go house hunting and okay. the fun begins. Absolutely. And I know for you, um, you get real personal with, with your clients. You know, you you don't just say, oh, here's a couple of houses that I emailed you. You want to put in an offer. You li- you literally go house to house with mm-hmm. them and you walk through the house mm-hmm. and, you know, show them that the potential, um, the potential a house may have. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also work with clients that want new construction homes. Oh, yeah. And one thing that I used to think growing up was that to build a home, I was going to need a million dollars. Like I just always thought of, oh, I got to buy the land Mm -hmm. and I got to buy the materials. Mm -hmm. And I just always thought that it was not doable, but Mm -hmm. I've actually seen you working with a lot of clients and you've sold a lot of new construction Mm -hmm. homes. Mm -hmm. So what is that process like? Uh, It's actually a very fun process because you can, uh, you can witness your home literally starting off as just dirt. Yeah. As dirt, yeah, and then watching it, you know, months, uh, three to six months down the line, being built and into the finished process phase. Okay. So yeah. it's an amazing, amazing experience. I encourage anybody, especially that's looking to uh, buy new construction, to uh, go the route of buying new construction. But uh, yeah, that's typically it. You, we we find the homes, and and there are actually homes in the one hundred thousand uh, dollars plus range mm-hmm. as far as new construction, depending on the area. So it's just oh, all wow. about where you want to live. So could a first-time home buyer would they qualify to get a new construction home in that hundred thousand dollar range? Absolutely, absolutely. There are many builders out there that build homes for, for first-time home buyers, and they actually provide incentives which means you can purchase a home and depending on you know where you are as far as credit wise you can have the help of a down payment assistance program okay all while having that builder provide you with uh, free incentives wow free upgrades within the home of such so it's and you can also customize your home to the way you want it to be you know and that's the fun part i like to witness with my clients they are able to you know, witness their home being built from the dirt up, the ground up, and uh, add customizations and different upgrades and things along the home. It's a very, very fun process. It, it, it certainly sounds like it. And uh, what I like is that you mentioned earlier um, home purchasing assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that there are loans out there, you know, 203K loans, mm-hmm. you know, there's different loans that you can go through with HUD. But let's just talk about assistance because not everybody coming to the table is going to have a lot of money to put into a house. Right. But there is still hope. You know, there are ways to get into houses for Mm -hmm. some some people. They won't have to pay anything down. So let's talk about those those home buying assistance uh, programs. Absolutely. Well, uh, we 
For starters, we have the very popular, um, the number one most popular down payment assistance program. And that is called the Georgia Dream here in Georgia. Okay. Very popular. Um, you can uh, actually have up to $7,500 in assistance. Wow. So you can buy a home. And uh, typically, you know, you'd have to put something down on the home, 3.5% of the home value, whatever that may be. But Georgia Dream, you're covered depending on your circumstance. And this is uh, dependent on the home buyer, their profession, whether they're a teacher, a doctor, or anything like that. You can have up to $7,500 in down payment assistance with that program. Wow. And you also have uh, the number one popular federal housing administration loan, that FHA loan, which a lot of, a lot of people have heard of. Okay. Uh, that there, you do have to put 3.5% down, but they typically deal with people that don't have so uh, good of credit scores. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And yeah, credit score can actually be about 580 Wow. Yeah, it's other criteria you have to meet, but yeah, people have obtained homes with a credit score of 580. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, FHA, you have, uh, uh, we also deal with uh, VA loans as well. Okay. Um, another very popular uh, first time home buyer uh, or down payment assistance programs is the USDA loan. Okay. United States Department of Agriculture, in which they promote the uh, development of uh, living in rural areas. Okay. So they did basically, uh, like, for instance, Henry County, that's a pretty, a lot of parts of Henry County are rural areas. Yeah. And they encourage growth. Oh, wow. Uh, they encourage people to move there and become homeowners because uh, it's a lot of flat land. Yeah. And, uh, and, and uh, no money coming in to where, you know, people can sit there and uh, or, or get situated in becoming a homeowner. So they encourage growth. And that's another one where they'll provide 100% finance to where you don't have to put anything down on the home. All you do is come to me. We pick the homes that you like or the home you like. And uh, we're looking to getting you closed and moved in within 45 days. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, that's really promising because... Um, what I was taught growing up, and, and I, I didn't have a lot of information available, but I, I've always heard that a person would traditionally need to put 20% down on a home. So that meant if I want a $100,000 home, I got to come up with $20,000. Right. Big misconception. Very big misconception. And, and that alone, um, for me, would scare me away saying, well, how right. am I going to come up with $20,000? But you're from what you're telling me, you're saying that there are actual, actually programs that are kind of paying you, in mm-hmm. a sense, mm-hmm. to move, you know, into these areas. Um, and they're giving you money that you don't have to pay back. Absolutely. So I, I really like that about you because I, I feel like there are a lot of agents out there that only want to go for the big ticket items and go for the people that have, you know, this large amount of disposable income. But I think you personally... Um, you specialize in helping the underdog, the, mm-hmm. the, the people that that make less than 40000 a year or mm-hmm. the people that don't have great credit. So mm-hmm. it's, so just for our listeners, I just want to really emphasize that you don't have to have perfect credit to mm-hmm. get into a home. Even if you have bad credit, when you work with someone, someone like Omar, um, he's able to align you with a program that will accept your credit situation. Absolutely. 
So that that is huge. And, and that's why he's been so successful. You know, a million dollars in sales didn't come from people buying million dollar homes. You know, I think a lot of your homes were people that probably didn't even think they would qualify. Absolutely. But they took that first step. And, you know, together we work with them and we help them get into homes that that they never thought they could get in. Absolutely. So that's just highly commendable. Um, and then on top of that, you're still serving your country. Yes. You, yes. You've been in the Air Force, I believe it's five years now. You've yep. been in, in the reserves. So what what aspect of, of being in the military um, sort of pairs with what you do as a real estate agent? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it, it meshes well. Um, being in the Air Force Reserve, we have a, uh, a motto to where uh, a part of the motto is um, service before self. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, that has taught me a lot as not only as a service member, but as a man uh, to uh, put, you know, just serve others. Yeah. When it comes to my clients. Um, I have a hashtag when I put something on social media celebrating the closing or something like that. Clients first. Yeah. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Because without them, there is no me. Yeah. So uh, the military has taught me to be, you know, firm in what I believe in. Yeah. To be extremely compassionate. Um, You can't grow if you don't listen. Oh, yeah. Uh, You have to listen to your clients. Um, and you have to be extremely, extremely passionate about what you do. Yeah. And I am blessed enough to be able to say I, I love what I do. I love helping people. Somebody had to help me to get to be in a position I'm in now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's 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 something I try to live by each day I get up, whether I'm working. I'm out and about with my family. I am a human. I'm not a robot. You know, I don't uh, just do one thing all the time. I do. Yeah, sure. I like to celebrate with my family and friends and things and such. But, uh, yeah, it's my thing is with being in the military and being a real estate agent, providing assistance to help people become homeowners. Um, I like to help the underdogs, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Because I was once an underdog. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, you're my sister. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the listeners who don't know. <laughs> you know, and I've actually admired the way you've done things and helped me assist uh, the, the the underdogs. Yeah. With getting approved, with helping them clean up their credit and where they need to be. Oh, yeah. Because there's no worse feeling than feeling like you're uh, nobody's trying to help you out. Absolutely. You know, uh, and I've been there before, I know. And uh, so, yeah, we're in the business of helping people. And that's, that's just something I love about the military and being a real estate agent as well. Uh, knowing that each day I get up, I'm providing some form of uh, help and uh, uh, compassion to, uh, to people I encounter come in contact with. Absolutely. So um, we know you serve your community, you serve your, you serve your country, but you also serve at home as, as a, a, a dedicated husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that, you know, or our listeners may not know, but you're you're married to a successful attorney, yes, <laughs> Tracy yes. Udonka. Mm-hmm. And um, you guys are, are both very spiritual people. Yes. Um, and what I really love about the dynamic of you all's relationship is that you truly put each other first. Absolutely. You know, we've I've seen personally where you kind of had to make a choice between maybe mom and wife or maybe sister and wife. And you chose wife. 
Absolutely. And and I think that, you know, all that although that's emphasized in our religion, it's not always easy to do. It's not always easy mm-hmm. to be a husband, to be a provider, to put your wife first, you know, to, to still be human because mm-hmm. we 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 all have human emotions. Mm-hmm. But how do you manage, you know, being all of these things but still in in my opinion, I think you're a husband first mm-hmm. um, over everything else. So how do you manage being a husband with, you know, working real estate, working for a major airline, you know, and, and just helping people in the community? Absolutely. Well, I tell you, I've, I've had to learn to manage all of the different things yeah. that I do manage. You know, being a husband, one, um, being committed um and loyal to my clients yeah. as well, being a real estate agent, uh, service before myself in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a part of the contract I signed to sign up to serve my country. Yeah. You know, these are huge commitments. And um, but, yeah, I've had to learn to be able to manage them. Um, it was, it's not something you, there's a playbook in life on how to just be, you know, walk this super straight line, you know, but I've learned to uh, be a good listener. Yeah. You know, especially when it comes to marriage. I think everything intertwines with one another. Yeah. But uh, being a great listener, um, um, being an effective communicator. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, putting my actions before my words. Yeah. And things of that such. Um, um, You know, and just life experiences. You know, uh, we've all had life experiences. Well, we had a few shortfalls and things and such, but the most important thing is learning from them and uh, sharing information with other people. Oh, yeah. So they can learn from your experiences and things of that such and, and respecting one another, ultimately. Right. That's extremely important. So for for all of the type of uh, work that I do, whether it's me being in the military, working for a major airline, or being a real estate agent and a husband, I try and pull something from each one of those uh, to help make me a better man, period. Wow. Period. And I also learn a lot of things from my own clients. Uh, but that comes from being an effective listener. You gotta yeah. listen first. Yeah. You have to listen. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing I can guarantee that I will give with my clients is my ear. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I've... I've like I said, I've seen you get really personal with clients. Like a lot of real estate agents will say, well, if you don't qualify or if you don't make this amount of money, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. But but you take your clients by the hand and you do things that you don't have to do. And a lot of times we see you um, overseeing the construction process mm-hmm. um, for those clients that want their homes to be um, new construction. Right. I've never seen a real estate agent go out to, you know, the construction site to make sure everything is, you know, up to speed, you know, and and quite honestly, that's actually outside the scope of what they're required to do. But for you, you take your your days off and you you actually oversee the process Mm -hmm. just to make sure that they're assured that everything is happening in a timely manner. So, you know, that speaks volumes about you. I mean, what is it that drives you to do things that you really don't have to do for your clients? Right. Well, you know, I I look at it like this here. I mean, I was always raised to treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. You understand? And I try to put myself in and when it comes to real estate, become being a real estate agent, put myself in the home buyer's shoes. 
how would I want to be treated throughout right. the process? If I'm building a home, new construction, and the builders are running behind on schedule, uh, is it, do I need to, would I want to have somebody stand on top of them to make sure the, the, the home is built in a timely manner with quality yeah. and excellence? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, like I've said uh, before, you know, um, I've been on that other side to where I was slept on. Yeah. You know, I was the underdog. Yeah. People looked at me and, you know, might have thought, oh, no, this might not be for you right now. Me looked at my family the exact same way. We were slept on on many different times. And, and that's okay because that helps make you, you know, help make me who I am, you who you are. Yeah. Our family, who they are today. You need that type of stuff to kind of help motivate you. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you got to go hard for your client. Uh, you do bad work, it'll go around fast. Yeah. People let you know that guy, he was not worth my time at all. Yeah. Um, I've actually come across agents um, that were... Uh, not as loyal as they should have been to their clients to where uh, it was money first. Yeah. You know, um, let's just get the deal done. Uh, I hear you talking, but I'm not listening type of attitude. Yeah. And uh, that's that is that's that's very unfair. And that's not the way you treat people. Absolutely. You understand? So I feel like, you know, with me being a a real estate agent, I have a lot more success in front of me. So I have a lot more work to do, and I just want to continue to grow and listen. I keep saying the word listen. Yeah. But listen to my clients about their needs and their wants. Yeah. You yeah. understand? Because some, sometimes when it comes to being a homeowner, this is the biggest investment they ever make in their life. Oh, yeah. You don't want to play with that. Oh, yeah. You don't want to add a football in your hand and fumble with that. Right. With something like that. So... That's just how I am. And, you know, I don't like to brag anything like that, but, you know, just ask past clients of mine about their experience, and I'm sure they'll be quite upfront with you. Oh, yeah. And uh, let you know how the experience went. So I can confidently say that uh, you're going get, to get your, get your all out of me if, uh, if I am so blessed to be able to represent you. Oh, absolutely. And we know that... Um you have a five-star rating on Zillow. So, you know, and and those oh, okay. are, are public <laughs> ratings that, you know, you can't alter or, or anybody else can alter. So past clients have, have left you five-star ratings and, and you hold that to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just think it's so amazing that, that you have so much knowledge and you're willing to share it. And of course, we know that you're not getting money up front um, no. to, to work with people, you know, all the money you spend on gas and traveling and, you know, driving your clients around is, is something that you're not being paid for. You, you don't get anything until you close. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted to circle back to that person that says, well, I can't afford a new construction home, or maybe I just want to start out with a starter home that needs a little tender love and care. Mm-hmm. Um, Will the bank or will financial institutions help people get into homes and, and give them money to fix up the home? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, there's a loan called the 203K loan mm-hmm. to where you can move into a home and you can put your own spin on the home. Um, you can decorate it, add decks, you know, add, you know, uh, depending on the codes, proper codes that you would have to abide by. You can add rooms. 
you know, redo whatever you want to do. Redo the kitchen, the bathroom, floors, things of that such, and bring it up to your liking. There's certainly uh, home loan uh, uh, programs out there that'll help assist with that. I don't want to give too much because I do want you guys to give me a call so we can I can go in more into depth yeah. on that. But there are absolutely there are several avenues you can pursue to uh, help uh, renovate a home and bring it to to your liking for okay. sure. And and I do want to say this if I may, uh, having a real estate agent, um, if when a person has decided to make that decision to become a homeowner, uh, you don't. The services are free. Right. Believe it or not. If you're looking to buy a home and I'm a real estate agent, you say, Omar, I want to, I want you to represent me and helping me find a home. You don't pay me anything. Right. Now, agents, some of them charge up front. I've heard of those that charge yeah. a retainer. You, you have people who charge those retainer fees and they do it for their personal preference. But it's, I like to do what I like to do. I like to just take care of my clients for one. Yeah. But I don't want to get paid anything until the job is finished. Yeah. Until that's, they're satisfied. That's it. Yeah. That's all it's about, satisfying you. Yeah. So it's free. So why? And, and, and it's just a myth out there that people believe they have to pay real estate agents and that's totally false. Yeah. You, you're not paying me. So, and, um, so yeah, on top of that, you know, why, why not use a service or an agent, uh, that's, that's not going to charge you anything. It's going to provide you all of the expertise. I know Yeah. this is something I, I wake up to every day. Absolutely. You know, I've seen all types of different scenarios and it's something I, I love doing. So, uh, yeah, to, to the listeners out there, just keep in mind, you know, services are free, absolutely free with me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't yeah. get paid until closing, until the deal is done. And that's from the seller alone. Wow. And I just want to emphasize again that um, Omar actually worked uh, or partners with a lot of different lenders out there um, to get you approved and, and to find the best fit for you because a 203k loan may not be right for everybody. Mm-hmm. A new construction loan may not be right for everybody. Right. So you don't have a one size fits all approach. You mm-hmm. have a very customized approach Absolutely. Um, that is tailored to that person's situation, um, which is, is really great. So, so you take people from all credit situations, mm-hmm. all incomes, all backgrounds, mm-hmm. and you, you truly help them get into the home of their dreams. Mm-hmm. So that's just highly commendable. You know, um, we we wish you so much success. We've seen where you've started from and where you are now, and I know that you're just getting started. $1.3 million in sales does not lie. That, that says a lot about your commitment to growing your community Thank you. um, and advancing your community you know, and advancing the underdog. So that that's huge. Um, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, if they just want to talk with you, if mm-hmm. they're not quite ready to buy and they just want to chat, mm-hmm. can they do that with you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, not only uh, do I have a open door policy, but I have an open phone policy yeah. as well, if you will. But yeah, they can contact me at 404-548. 8156 again that's 404-548-8156 that's my cell um, you can also email me at omar dennis o-m-a-r-d-e-n-n-i-s 404 at gmail.com okay yeah. and are you on social media oh absolutely absolutely i love social media i'm actually on facebook you can search my name my first name and last name omar 
Dennis, uh, also on Instagram, Omar underscore Dennis underscore Estates. So that's Omar Dennis Estates okay. on Instagram. So uh, yeah, if, not, if I can also add to, uh, and it, maybe this is just a little bit of uh, motivation, but uh, understand that everybody's situation is different. You shouldn't be, uh, there's no need to be with me. Uh, have no kind of a shame or anything of your current situation because I've seen the worst situations get turned around. Yeah. Uh, definitely believe in yourself. And, uh, you know, if it's in you, if you've made your mind up and you're, you're serious about home buying, I'm your guy. But it starts with you. Yeah. If you're serious, I'm here. I'll make myself available. Trust me. But uh, the time starts now. Okay. The time starts now, Georgia, and I would be looking forward to hearing from uh, uh, future homeowners. And and I am going to continue to lend my ear. I feel like this is what God has put in me to do, and I'm going to do it well. Absolutely. So uh, thank you, Jasmine, for having me on so I can uh, you know, speak to the masses. Oh, thank you for coming on and thank you for educating us and, you know, for being so willing to to pay it forward and to to pull people up with you. Mm -hmm. So we wish you all the success in the world and we hope you'll come back to see us. Oh, absolutely. You invite me. I'm I'm here. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Omar. All right. You're welcome.